Hashtag SAFMBTH. It's 14 minutes after 4 o'clock. The Democratic Alliance has tabled a motion to dissolve Parliament for early elections following the findings against President Cyril Ramaphosa in the Palapala report. The party says uh, South Africans cannot have a president accused of breaching the Constitution for this motion to pass in Parliament. The motion would need a majority vote of 50 plus 1 in order to pass in the National Assembly. DA leader John Steenhays are now joining us on the line. John, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Why go this route? Why not uh, ensure that the entire impeachment process actually unfolds? Well, because we can't have 18 months of a president trying to protect his political career uh, when the focus should be on resolving the energy crisis, dealing with the poverty and unemployment, and fighting corruption. That is now impossible for the president. If he does decide to tough it out through the impeachment process, that's going to be his focus, not the core business uh, of the country. And what we're saying is we shouldn't be waiting now the 18 months. Let's go to an early election. Uh, let the people of South Africa decide what they would like the future to look like and who they would like to lead them. I don't think it's a decision that should be left up to the 4,000 delegates at the ANC conference. I think it is a decision uh, that the people of South Africa need to make going forward, particularly given if the president does decide to stand down or is removed from his party the individuals who would replace them would have had no mandate. Uh, they would not have contested a particular election, and therefore it would be important that the people of South Africa decide who is going to lead them going forward. But is that not undermining a parliamentary process that uh, the Democratic Alliance was also part of that said that um, a panel should be instituted following that constitutional court judgment before an impeachment committee is set up? I don't know how you would advance if it's undermining it, Aldrin. What we're saying is that that process is finished. It's now recommended that there is an impeachment process. The point we're making is that we can now sit for another 18 months while the president either takes a review or sits in committees being grilled about all these things, or he's going to choose to resign, Mm. or he's going to be recalled from his party. So what we're saying is rather than us going through the pain of those wasted months when we could be getting to grips with the problems facing South Africa and its people, that time should rather be spent on putting a government in place that's actually going to start delivering and doing the things that South Africans want to see its government doing. So what purpose then would an impeachment committee serve and the rules of parliament serve when it comes to impeachment if at the finding of a, a, a panel's recommendation the president is forced to resign or you go as far as saying dissolving the entire parliament? Well, I'm saying to you that the findings of the panel are very conclusive. And the fact that the president has a very serious case to answer. I think that we're going to see uh, moves being made by the president or his party in the coming hours, which may, in, may result in a situation where that panel or, or the committee of parliament would not need to be elected. If the president is no longer the president of the republic, then there's no need for that. Now, point is that people did not vote for President Mabuza. They didn't vote for President Mashatile or President Nkize. And that is why, if that is the case, then we need to make sure that the people choose who is going to lead them going forward. And the only way you can do that is by going to the country for a fresh mandate, as the constitution stipulates. 
Because the argument from some would be that um, the Constitution already allows that when, if there is a vacancy, somebody else can come in. And we know even during the time where former President Thabo Mbeki was recalled, Khalima Mutlante came in. Uh, there was no call for fresh election. Well, he was there only as a caretaker president, and he said as much. Wouldn't and we serve the same purpose? But, no, it wouldn't. We, would, we were also going into an election within a couple of months, not 18 months' time. And so I don't think that it would work in this particular case. And besides, an acting president can only serve for up to 30 days once the vacancy is declared. Parliament would have to elect a president within 30 days. And our point is that before that should happen, people, and before we elect a new president, I think the people of South Africa should be given the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. Has your proposal found any fertile ground from other opposition parties? Well, it's been a bit of a busy day today, so there's been very little interaction with other political parties. We've mainly been dealing with media and mm-hmm. having uh, meetings of our shadow cabinets. And that. But, you know, it'll be up to other parties if they, if they want to support it or not. If they don't support it, well, then they must be prepared to live with uh, President Gigi yep. Mabuza going forward, and they must explain to their supporters uh, why they're comfortable for that to happen. I'm not comfortable with that to happen. I don't want to see the door open to the RET faction getting into government, and that's why I think the people need to have a, uh, make the decision because they're going to have to make a very serious choice about whether an ANC-RET alliance is what's going to take the country forward or whether there's going to be a different configuration uh, with other parties that's going to take the country yeah. forward. And I think that's the time for choosing. So is this based on what you had said, I think, sometime last year, that you're more willing to work with a Cyril Ramaphosa than a David Mabuza? Well, absolutely. I mean, Mr. Mabuza belongs to the RET faction, and his uh, his party it was responding. His, his premiership was a, a complete disaster. But the point of what's happened now is that there is no two ANCs. There is now one ANC, because you can't equivocate between a Palapala Ramaphosa, a Digital Vibes and Kize, and a Mafia Mabuza. Those they're all different sides of exactly the same coin. And so that's why I think the people of the country need to make a decision. Do we want to continue this in this abusive relationship with the ANC? Or do we want to actually choose something different for the country? And I think they should be given the opportunity mm-hmm. to do that. For too long, the country's been in the thralls of the ANC's internal machinations. And we're seeing that playing out again. I think it's time for us to close that chapter and to start writing a new chapter for South Africa based on solid policies, principles, and having people in office who are there to serve the people and not to serve themselves. Um, As the Democratic Alliance, why didn't you make any submissions to the panel? Because the panel said that you only had to submit anything that was new. We had no new information. We had no unique information that wasn't already before the panel, and so there was no need for us to do so. The motion from the ATM and the other submissions from the other parties had clearly covered uh, all of the ground. We could only add something if there was anything new or unique that wasn't already before the committee. Okay. And then on Tuesday, it is um, the debate, and I see that the push there is for a manual voting. How would that process unfold? Well, we believe that every member of parliament should be on the record about how they voted, and I think the public needs to be able to know how they the MPs vote so they can hold them accountable. So we're calling for a roll call vote where every individual MP would be asked to declare their vote either yay, nay, or abstain. Uh, And I think it's going to be a very important uh, record given the fact that this is a historic uh, report that we are going to be discussing. And I think it does need to be uh, on the record going forward.
Yeah, and a final one from me, John. Um, in the report, the panel says a person who keeps huge sums of illicit money concealed at his or her house is unlikely to report theft of such money for fear of being discovered that he or she is involved in money laundering. I remember such a finding being made by the public protector in the CR17 bank statement. Of course, that was overturned. Um, but do you think on the basis of what this panel is saying, should there be a push for the CR17 bank statements to be unsealed? I think it's all going to be an academic exercise, if I'm completely honest, by this afternoon or evening. Um, I think that uh, you're going to see some announcements. Certainly that's what we're hearing here on the parliamentary precinct. Um, so I don't know if that is relevant, but if there has been crime that's been committed, then obviously the law enforcement agencies, as they've pursued Mr. Zuma, Matthew, Mr. Ramaphosa. And that's what we've been very consistent on from the beginning, is that you can't have different rules that apply to different people. If Mr. Zuma was pursued, or any other person is pursued for uh, exchange control violations through failure to declare tax, for abuse of office, for uh, conflicts of interest, then we must be consistent in that. And it shouldn't matter whether it's a, a Ramaphosa or a Zuma or a McClante or any other person who ever exceeds that office they must be held to the same uh, standards and, and features of accountability. That's what equality before the law uh, underpins. John Steenhuisen, the leader of the Democratic Alliance. Thank you for your time.